हेलो एवरीवन सो हेयर इज आई रिमेंबर यू बजर्षा शुगर धोतिर पार्ट वन चैप्टर 19 आई होप यू आर गोइंग टू लाइक इट सो लेट्स गेट स्टार्टेड चैप्टर 19 द नाइट हैड पास्ट विदाउट एनी ट्रोमा आइदर दे हैड बीन टू टायर्ड टू नोटिस एनीथिंग और देयर मूव टू द डॉक्टर्स हाउस हैड हैड द डिजायर्ड इफेक्ट द हेमरिंग साउंड विच हैड नियरली फ्रंटेड देम टू डेथ हैड स्टॉप्ड जस्ट एज अब्रप्टली एज इट हैड बिगन and Katrine and Leif had managed to persuade Gardar not to rush outside they had subsequently checked all the windows and doors to reassure themselves that no one could get in and probed chairs under the knobs of the front and back doors for added security reasonably satisfied with this arrangement the three of them had then settled themselves on the upper floor and huddled together on the biggest bunk they could find in the hope of keeping warm Nevertheless, Catherine was so cold when she woke up that she doubted the situation could have been worse even if she had slept out on the porch alone. At first, she found it difficult to use her hands, but then returning circulation slowly worked its way out to her extremities. Her joints were stiff and her entire body ached from her injuries, and the few bruises that were not covered by clothing were larger and darker than they had been the day before. She did not dare look beneath her clothing and examine the rest because of the cold. Every breath and every word left behind a little white cloud and magnified the chill that seemed to have settled into her battered body. In the faint light that came in through the loose window shutters, she could see Leif and Gardar's deathly pale faces, their eyes swollen and their noses and their noses bright red. Their hair was their hair was oily and dirty since they had given little thought to washing themselves in the confusion of this past days. It was as if Leif read from Katrin's expression how she looked. She scratched her scalp which only served to mess up her hair and make her look even scurfier. She says I'm looking forward to getting home and having a shower. The good old spa had ke- The good old spa had clearly now become too remote an idea in her mind for her to think of it anymore. Cannot we heat some water and rinse most of the dirt off ourselves? I am getting sick of the smell of my hair. She wrapped her arms around herself in the hope of increased warmth. And I don't want to be found looking like shit if we die here. Gardar snorted, but when he spoke, he ignored her pessimism. If you are willing to go up to the house with me, I can heat water there. It is no problem. He pulled his trouser up over the wooden underwear he had bought specially for the trip. The food is there, so we need to go anyway, unless we are planning to starve to death. And when we go, we can try to continue with some of the repairs. We are better off doing something apart from hanging around here, getting freaked out. I promise you time will pass quicker that way. We now know that the child is just as likely to turn up here as there. Catherine reached for the woolly jumper she had taken off before crawling into her sleeping bag, but missed very much when she woke half frozen. The garment was ice cold to the touch. You want us to go and paint? I cannot say I am wild about the idea. Putty looked as if he agreed with her. He probably did not want to go out into the snow at all and would happily have continued to lie on the mattress at her feet. Leaf was still shivering. 
आई वॉन्ट टू वर्क फर्दर अब द फोर्ड शी फाइनली लुट एज इफ शी वर गोइंग टू पुट ऑन मोर क्लोथिंग मे बी मे बी वी विल फाइंड अ बोट दैट वी कैन टेक टू इस्ताफन देजूर आई एम नॉट टॉकिंग अबाउट गोइंग फार जस्ट फार इनफ टू गिव अस ए बेटर व्यू ऑफ द फजोर्ड रिमेंबर द बिग चिमनी एंड द रिमेन्स ऑफ द वेलिंग स्टेशन और फैक्ट्री और वट एवर इट इज जस्ट नियर हेयर दैट वी सा फ्रॉम द बोट ऑन द वे कैन नॉट वी गो देयर डू यू इवन नो हाउ टू पायलट अ बोट गर्दार सिम्ड इरीटेटेड बाई देयर नेगेटिव रिएक्शन टू हिज आइडिया अबाउट कंटिन्यूइंग द रिपेयर्स एंड कैटरीन फाउंड दिस रेदर सिली ही कुड हार्डली हैव एक्सपेक्टेड दैम टू लिव इगरली टू देयर फीट आई वुड नॉट वॉन्ट टू रिस्क इट हिज वॉइस वॉज स्लाइडली श्रील विद एग्रिटेशन इफ देर इज ए बोट हेयर देर इज प्रोबेबली अ रेडियो और अ फोन इन इट लिह वॉज नॉट गिविंग अप नॉट फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम द नेगोशिएटर इन कैटरीन स्टेड I suggest we go up to the house have something to eat perk ourselves perk ourselves up a bit by washing our hair walk for a while and then go for a hike when it is light enough she had no idea of it was pitch dark outside or whether the sun was shining brightly nor did she know whether she could walk for any distance although the aching in her body had subsided somewhat Of course it depends on the weather but it sounds to me like it is quieted down outside they could not hear the wind moaning silence seemed to dominate outside as well as in is that a plan she looked at live who shrugged her shoulders then at gardar who stared sadly at her why he should be sad she did not know perhaps it was dawning on him that this was going to end badly they would probably make it home okay but then the struggle would begin all over again not helped by their worsening financial problems a guest house in an abandoned village whether it was dilapidated or newly renovated would not change anything she smiled sweetly at him but he looked away live however seemed thrilled with her per- Leave however seemed thrilled with her proposal they could walk further up the fjord after all in search of a boat that did not exist the water was far too hot or did it just seem that way in the cold out on the porch katrine felt her scalp contract as gardar poured water from an aluminum pot over her head and the throbbing of the bruise there nearly killed her She was facing the mutilated woodwork and the black soil beneath the gaping hole that they still had to repair. She was surprised there was no snow on the soil despite the area all around being covered in white. Maybe the black soil was warmer than the surrounding ground and had melted the snow as soon as it fell. Black objects were generally warmer to the touch than lighter colored ones on sunny days. Luckily Gardar had covered over the fox skeleton immediately after they found it so she did not have that staring up at her that would have been the icing on the cake another wave of water another wave of water cascaded over her head getting soap in her eyes but diminishing the pain in her warm sore scalp shit Katrine rubbed her eyes but that just made things worse hand me the towel She bent down, opened her eyes and gasped when she thought she saw little filthy feet on the porch directly below her face as if a child were standing close in front of her. She shut her she shut her eyes again, but when she reopened them, 
she saw only the wet planks of the porch she straightened up so quickly that her head spun and water from her hair flew in all directions what's up with you annoyed gardar used the towel to dry off the water that had splashed on him before handing it to katrin you two are so messy Liv had been the first to wash and had managed to splash water everywhere when she also claimed to have got soap in her eyes. Putty had received an unwanted shower this way. He had jumped off the porch and now did not dare step back onto it. Katrin wondered now whether Liv had experienced the same hallucination, but she did not want to ask. She she did not know what answer she was hoping for. nor did she want to bring up the boy since they had managed to avoid talking about him for 3 whole hours as they worked on repairs on the other hand it was no secret that he was on their minds they had started working through the wooden planks on the lower story that had been stacked there by the former owner although he had not lived long enough to finish laying out the new wooden floor This meant they could all work in the same place and be comforted by each other's presence. Although the house was not big, none of them wanted to end up alone in a closed room. Let's see how you handle it. Katrin wrapped the towel around her wet hair. How much water is left? Not enough. Gadar showed her what remained in the pot. I am going to get more. The stove is still burning and it won't take the water any time to warm up. I am tougher than you two. I don't need to have it that hot. Sure, sure you are. Liv stood up from the kitchen stool that she had dragged outside. She had also wrapped her hair in a towel like a white turban. She looked a whole lot better simply after a hair wash and she seemed relaxed. You are so much tougher than us. She took the butt of the cigarette that she had just finished and stuck it back into the packet, frowning. Her tobacco inventory seemed a greater case for concern than arguing with Gardar over which sex was braver when it came to hair washing. Did you see any more packs of cigarettes in the doctor's house? No. Although Katrine was unhappy that Liv had taken them, everything was a lot calmer since she had been able to burn off some of her stress with cigarettes. She suspected that the atmosphere would not be as relaxed once a She suspected that the atmosphere would not be as relaxed once the pack was finished. We will take a closer look through the cupboards tonight. They had already decided to spend another night in the doctor's house. Maybe we will find more cigarettes. Leaf beamed, making Katrin worry that she was about to light up again and finish the pack in the expectation of finding some more. Don't get your hopes up though, she warned. Gardar had gone down to the stream and although Katrin would have liked to wait for him on the porch she was too cold the ends of her hair where they poked out from beneath the towel felt stiff and icy should not we go inside god yes i am frozen liv shook herself can you imagine how cold it must have been when that woman and her kid fell through the ice I would never I would not have thought it could get much colder here but the fjord is not even frozen over yet how low does the temperature actually have to be for the sea to freeze i have no idea katrin did not want to know 
she had the feeling that if they spoke too much about it they would somehow conjure up even colder weather and then the boat would not be able to dock at the pier in fact a rubber dinghy would not even make it up to the beach Liv shuffled her feet on the porch but made no move to go inside. Can you imagine her desperation when she realized she was not going to be able to save her child? Catherine's goosebumps had returned. She wished Liv would change the subject. How she must have flailed around in the water trying to get a strong enough grip on him to lift him out. I suppose she did not give a damn about herself in the end as long as he was saved. Stop talking about it. Catherine could not take any more. We both now we both know it was a horrible way to die without having to go into all the details. Do you think the child we saw is the drowned boy? Liv spoke so softly that she was almost whispering. Something hit the house from the outside when Gardar was telling us what had been written about them. If it is a ghost, it could it would explain a lot. No. said Katrin sternly he is much older the little boy who drowned was 5 and this child is definitely alive not dead her voice wavered she was not even convincing herself let's go in the warmth from the wood stove met them at the door putty came up as close to her as he could manage and lay down at her feet delighted to get some warmth into his little body The sensation of stepping in from the cold was the best Catherine could recall since their arrival in history, and she was filled with indescribable longing for the warmth of her own home in Rickettswick. It did not help that she had the sneaking suspicion something bad was about to happen, since they were all feeling so good. She felt like crying, but restrained herself. I really want to crawl in there. Liv stood in front of the wood slot on the stove, holding her hands as close to it as she could stand. I would forgotten how it feels to be warm. I had forgotten how it feels to be warm. Catherine followed her example. She watched her hands redden from her fingertips up along the backs until the redness disappeared beneath the arms of the jacket. Her pain seemed to have subsided. Her body no longer ached. Me too. I have already started to worry about it cooling down again. She did not get any further since a terrible cracking sound came from behind them, almost like gunfire. Liv screamed and gra- Liv screamed and grabbed Catherine. Putty had shot to his feet and was looking around, bewildered. What the hell was that? Catherine tried to shake off Liv, but in the commotion, she had bumped into the towel on her head, nearly knocking it off. She managed to get Liv off her and grab the towel before it fell to the floor. She could still see the child's filthy feet too vividly in her mind to dare turn around to look. The sound of Gardar's rapid footsteps came from the porch, and she decided to wait and let him see what was in the room with them. Since he thought he was such a great hero, what was that noise? Gardar sounded breathless. I was so startled when I heard you two screaming that I almost lost all the water. What happened? There was clearly nothing weird in the room, since Gardar seemed calm enough. Catherine turned around and fought the desire to squint so that she would be able to shut her eyes quicker if there was something else. 
she did not tell him it was only Liv who had screamed as she was not entirely sure that was the case it was quite possible that she had cried out too without realizing it we heard some sort of terrible noise like a loud cracking sound inside the house then you came i have no idea what happened gardar looked around and katrin followed suit leaf however was still facing the wood stove her back to the room her face buried in her hands tell me when you have figured out what it was then she added just make stuff up if it is something awful i really cannot take any more no one needs to make anything up gardar walked into the room and towards the rotten patch in the wooden floor i can see what happened he leaned over and picked something up when he straightened up he handed katrin a broken floorboard the parakeet cried he seemed puzzled maybe we nailed it down too forcefully and it expanded in the heat from the stove he reached down for another piece of wood that also lay against the wall or as it has some or as it has something to do with this rot he examined the wood as if it held the answer i guess we will have to take out all the boards in this part of the floor there are several there at the front that the former owner laid down is not that a really big project katrin longed to toss the plank she was holding into the fire and if she had her way the leftover floorboards and the rest of it would all go the same way we cannot even finish what we have already started let alone add new projects to the list gardar stared at his feet as if in a trance and did not answer immediately there is something about the state of this floor that's making me sure we need to fix it i feel like it could spread throughout the entire house if we don't do something and then it it and then it will be all be ruined the stain has not gone any bigger since we last saw it why would it start spreading now katrin peered at the mark was she right to her it appeared not to have changed at all although she had not exactly memorized its outline is not it weird that it is so square now as she looked at the floor she found the edges of the affected area abnormally straight the corners almost sharp could something under there be casing it like what gardar knew about as much about damp and rot as katrin did if that's the case wiping up the floorboards will expose it Liv came over to stand between them staring at the spot she had not said anything until now and it was clear that her interest in the topic was limited i think we should hurry if we are going out for a walk let's bring the water over so you can wash your hair gardar and then let's get going otherwise it will be dark before we are even halfway there gardar opened his mouth as if to say something but leaf interrupted you promised gardar we are going to the factory instead of agree- agreeing to this or mumbling a protest gardar looked for a second into katrin's eyes before turning and going back out to get the pot he had left behind despite the warmth katrin felt a familiar chill pass through her she had the feeling gardar also suspected something bad was about to happen but who knew what it might be thank you for joining me i hope you like it